we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back on Bravo Podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Matthew. I'm here, for better or for worse. <laughs> Eddie just burped before we started. Stop. It, you threw don't have off, to... it threw off my energy, threw off everything. I'm having my coffee and it just came up weird. You, you don't need to let people know that I'm gross. They know you're gross. They're fully aware. I'm not gross. No, you are. How am I gross? No, I'm kidding. No, you had a good night's sleep and you woke up at 7 a.m. all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and I did had another yoga, rough night of sleep. Did so my core. I'm doing like a 30 days into split situation. Yeah, you're gross. You're gross. <laughs> it's called health and wealth <laughs> and fitness. Oh my God, you... Wow. Um, so for those of you who are still tuned in who haven't signed off yet, how are you doing? Welcome. Uh, we have a lot to cover today. Lots to cover and some news before we get into the shows for this week. Yeah, so go for it. Leader. I'll lead the way. Yeah. As I do. So if y'all were following us on social media before, you know, like our Instagram. Can you? Excuse you. Yeah. Someone New is, York City traffic. Someone is honking up a storm over here. So if you were following us before, you know, our Instagram had like a back and forth situation where we had a different account. I have good news that if you were following us originally on Hot and Bravo, we are back on that account. Woohoo. Praise the day. Glory be. <laughs> it's very exciting to be back. All of our old posts we have archived that we still have access to again. So we'll be posting, we'll be putting those back up eventually. But we have all new posts that have been posted yesterday. If you aren't already, follow at Hot and Bravo. That's at H O T in B R A V O D. You'll see us there. It's very exciting. We posted some stuff about Teresa. So whether you think you're following us or not, just double check. Take 30 double seconds. Check. Go to Instagram. Type in H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D and make sure you're following us. Um, we're going to be putting up a lot more content now that we fixed the Instagram. I'm very excited about it's it. It's very exciting. It's I'm happy to be back. It's a new year-ish. We're in March, but it's a new dawn. It's a new day. One of the other things we posted, which is going to be part of our Vanderpump date. Oh, my God. Which is like a Vanderpump update. So I'm calling it the Vanderpump date. Yeah. You love that, right? I, I, Of course I do. Why wouldn't I? It's wonderful. It's genius. Well, <laughs> we have some dark news that we all saw coming. It was a dark cloud coming. We saw it from a mile away. But the day is finally here. Yes. Um. Unfortunately. Well, I mean, depending on how you look at it, I'll probably I'll give my take. But uh. Katie and Tom, uh, Katie and Tom Schwartz, Katie Maloney Schwartz and Tom Schwartz, uh, have announced names. on Instagram that they are getting a divorce. Well, Katie announced that they're getting a divorce. Tom announced that they are separating and did not want to use the D word because it was just too painful. Um, I will say, I thought they both, uh, put out great stuff. I, th- I thought both of their statements were very Tom's um, was really sweet sad. and really heartfelt. I thought Tom's was very sad. It's very clear that this is Katie's decision, uh, not necessarily Tom's. Um, and my feeling on it is that although, you know, we don't want anyone to get divorced. We don't want anyone to separate. Like it's always, it's always a very heartbreaking, difficult thing to go through. However, uh, if anyone has been listening to this podcast, uh, especially the, in the last year when covering Vanderpump, I've been very, very vocal about how I yes, think you Katie deserves better. And I think that Katie has been put through a lot. And I think that she, and I'm not saying Katie's perfect and Katie's made some mistakes. Absolutely. But I think that Katie has, uh, she's bore the brunt of a lot of Schwartz's mistakes and his bad behavior and uh, his emotional and a mental lack of uh, maturity uh, when it comes to uh, love and marriage. And I think that although it's painful right now, I think that this is a really great thing for her. And I think that she's going to get what she deserves, which is like true love and companionship and partnership. And I I think it's also going to be a really great thing for Tom Schwartz because now we can finally be together and I can make him the man he needs to be. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that the two of them have a lot of growing to do, and I yes. think that he. I think this might be the thing that this is his makes him call. grows up. And who knows? I makes th- him I mean, grows up. Jesus makes him grow up. And this is all happening in real time. And yeah, they might be getting a divorce now, and they might be on that track, but. We've got a whole season ahead of us. Who knows if this is going to be his wake-up call, if they're going to go through, you know, they're going to be separated and go through a journey together and maybe find each other again. It really just seems like Schwartz needs to step up, which we've known for a long time. He's, as our producer Armin was saying in a text message to me earlier this week when this happened, let's not forget Tom Schwartz is a top-tier Vanderpump Rules villain. He poured a beer on Katie's head. He's been, we don't know, 100% monogamous and loyal to her Mm -hmm. in every moment. He's gaslit her. He hasn't provided. He hasn't really stepped to the plate. His allegiance and loyalty has always been to Tom Sandoval before Katie, even after they were married, which is just not how you behave in a marriage. So we'll have to see what happens. And like we said, Katie wasn't perfect either. We all remember Tequila Katie, but I just got to say, I think it was warranted. I think there was a reason behind... Why Katie? If I was married to did. Tom Schwartz, like throughout these like past couple years, I would I would probably turn dr- to drinking. I, I hate to say it. Um, I think again when and we we talked about this a lot in relationships, but when when you when you go so far deep into a relationship with someone, yeah, no matter how toxic and unhealthy it is, it's 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 sometimes easier to stay comfortable in the toxicity than to get uncomfortable. And make a change. And make a change. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's exactly what happened with the two of them. Um, but I mean, I'm sorry. When when Tom wasn't able to get the license and get it signed, sealed, and delivered, I mean, the, I mean, hello. It the, took that long. The biggest red flag in the world. And Let's it, hope Katie's in charge of the divorce so they can get it done in a timely manner. And I have, I don't, I th- I have a feeling that this divorce will be amicable. I mean, in the grand scheme of well, divorces. Well, they have a prenup, so they're fine. Oh my God, they do. <laughs> they do. Good for them. They got a prenup for their $5,000 in the bank account. So, yeah, know, things um, are great. I, you know, but if Tom Schwartz is going to put himself in a financial hole with the opening of Schwartz and Sandy's, I think that that's good on Katie for getting out now. Um, well, speaking of relationship news, there is another Vanderpump date that I want to give. Yes, you do. Go for it. So James, three months after his breakup with Raquel. Has it been three months since the reunion? Yeah. Okay. Because it was January, so it's March. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I would say three to five months after. Right. He's flaunting his new girlfriend, Allie Luber, all over Instagram. It looks like they went to somewhere in Mexico or somewhere tropical. Well, they went to the cenotes, they were on the beach, and he's making and kissing out with her all over social media, which, I mean, to each his own. I know he is his own person, and he can make choices, whatever he wants, but I feel bad for Raquel. I do. Yeah, This must I, be really hard to see. I, and so soon after that he was all about, like, I love her, she's the most important person in my life, like, I want to get engaged to her, and then boom, three to five months later, he's just with someone else. Well, this is very clearly a rebound, and this is another deflection of his from dealing with his own issues. Like he's got some sobriety problems and which are contribute to his mental and emotional health problems. And instead of actively dealing with those, he's, you know, diverting and deflecting into a new relationship, which is not going to work out for him. And again, I'm still holding out for James and Lala. Honestly, that would make me feel better. I think, and that would feel, make Raquel feel better than this, Former local CW reality star wannabe who is clearly making her play to get on Vanderpump It just Rules. seems like he wants to be with the Raquel that was Raquel all those years ago when Raquel came on the scene. J- Jax found his Britney, someone who was willing to do anything and everything to stay with him to be famous. And Raquel, as you mentioned to me earlier, was the same way back in the day. She, you know, she met this guy, wanted a relationship. But she's grown up do. and gotten wise. And yeah. that's why she's now she's like, I don't need this. She's anymore. taken herself out of this world. And now he's found a new young hot thing who's like, Vanderpump rules, James, okay. Yeah. It's it's not a good look. Um I'm hoping that he I'm hoping that Lala I mean, since they're that I believe she, she's still the closest person to him, slap some sense into him and 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 maybe he can I, I have hope for James. I do. But this is not a good look. No, it's not. 
final Vanderpump date, which is probably my favorite of all of them. This was so much fun as someone who kind of bitched and moan about it. You were leading dragging up to it. your feet. So months ago, I made the call and I told Matthew, we're going to go see Tom Sandoval in the most extras. He's coming on tour. He's coming to New York City Gramercy Theater. Hot spot in the east side. We got to go. Is it on the east side? It's Midtown. It's it's technically on the east side. It's sort of um just east of Flatiron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We saw the Flatiron as we left. Yeah. We went last week to go see. I think it was Sunday night. Yeah, it was, no, it was a couple days ago. A couple days ago. I'm wearing my tour merch still. I love it. I'll, I might post a photo so, on the Instagram. So, and to be fair, y'all, I was under the impression that... <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. why. I thought that Sandoval had, like, written all original music and that this was, like, his band, like, to, like... Like, they were going to be, like, a kind of, like, a punk, like, 90s, like, early 2000s throwback, like, punk band that, like, had all original music. So I was just very skeptical. But then, of course, they start, and the first song is a cover, and I start laughing, being like, what was I thinking? And as the skeptic between the two of us, I have to say, it was so much fun. Sandoval sounded great. Mm -hmm. Like, his vocals were solid. The band was great. He brought out his little mini trumpet, too, and he gave us a little... Which cracked me up, and I knew... Had the bongos. And I knew he would do that. The bongos set up center stage was hilarious. Um... You know, he they were fabulous. The energy of the crowd was great. They had a great turnout. And yeah, we were jumping and dancing and singing along. I had so much fun. Uh, we spotted uh, Lindsay. Carl, Lindsay and Luke. Luke from Summer House. So that was good to see some Bravo, you know, celebrity love. I'm sure Ariana was there and just was like probably in the back. He was um, also he also did an East Coast tour and this was the last so yeah, it's the possible that stop. like they came to other cities, and I think I think Sheena might have been at another night because I I think she came home, and I thought she was going to be at the New York show, but then she was complaining about her luggage not being in Los Angeles, and somehow it was in New York. So, so maybe she, they were in Boston, and maybe right before Phil- that, Philadelphia. Oh, I Philadelphia. Think they were. Uh, it was a great time. If uh you catch them uh in LA or somewhere else, y'all go see them. It's just a really fun night out and I love my shirt. Tom has charisma and he's got great stage presence and he I I appreciate how well he knows his brand. Yeah, I'm gonna he, say he, he gets himself. He's not the best singer. Like he he's, no, but a, he's I, he, a good singer. I was pretty impressed. No, I, I I'm to say as someone who's not a singer, I was impressed as well, but he is just a performer. Yeah. Like, the whole time, he was just having a blast, and he was making everyone else have a good time. He was drinking on stage. He doing and the shots. band were having a good time together. The as band well. was great. Great. They had saxophonists. They had keyboardists. I think they had three guitarists, had a keyboardist, um, a drummer, and uh, yeah, a trumpeter, and a um, saxophonist. Uh, he had a backup amazing singer. backup singer. She was amazing. She sang "Groove Is in the Heart" while he did the bongos, which I loved. And I was. I was vibing because that's one but of yeah, my he, favorite songs. And like the the rep that they picked to sing was so smart. They had Panic at the Disco. They had they did Ocean Avenue. I was a I was eighties rock jams. Yes. Like it was it was great. They changed Stacy's mom to Schwartz's mom, and he brought out a photo of Schwartz's mom and sang to it. It was so fun and funny. It was if you can go see Tom Sandoval in the most extras, I highly recommend it. Wherever he's playing. Go, 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 run, don't walk. It's, I want to see them again. I would, if they come back to New York, I'm getting us tickets. We're going again. Great. <laughs> I, I know you're apprehensive, but I'm dragging, okay. I'm dragging you right again, back. It was very fun. Um, I, I don't know if I'd go a second time just because, you know, you, you see it once you're good, but okay. okay. Well, fine. Someone's not a fan. Should we move on to let's the get news into of the, the shows. week? Yeah. Let's get into the shows. What do you want to start with? Let's start with Salt Lake. Yeah, let's wrap it up. It's uh, part three of the reunion, the final episode of the reunion. Um, the husbands came in for the, the husbands first part. The husbands came in. I, well, since we're on the husbands, I got to say, I appreciated that Seth didn't pile on more when it came to Lisa. I did appreciate I, that too. Yes. I, if I were him, I would feel pretty, I, I would You're feel pretty. You're all I'm sorry. I'm still waking up. I know it's not exactly the morning anymore, but I'm still, you know. I, you know, I would still, I would feel pretty shitty if Lisa said all those things about me and my kids and my family, but he took the high road and remembered that Lisa and Meredith are good friends. And he's like, and John's a great guy too. And that everyone's been through hell this year, his wife included, and that everyone deserves a little grace. So I appreciate that he said, you know what? They were great friends. I think they will be again. I think that they will heal. I, 
I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, pin this on her. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna make this that this is like who she is. You know what I mean? I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, which I appreciated. And, and I think Meredith could use a little bit of that. I mean, she could. And I, and at one point, Lisa mouths to Meredith during this, I'm so sorry. And she goes, I know. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to get through this. I think Meredith is, is just doubling down because she thinks this is going to make her stock rise because I think she's in a weird middle place and she understands that. And for the optics of it all, she needs to kind of go on, on the Lisa attack with everyone else. But now that the Lisa tag isn't looking so great anymore. We're going to have to step back and she's going to mend that relationship. I also do want to say I really appreciated Seth making a joke when Andy said, how did you feel when Lisa said that Meredith slept with half of New York? And he goes, well, did she mention that I slept with the other half? Like I was like, that is a man who's standing by his woman and knows how to make a situation just it's we're not going to answer it. It's a joke where it's going to be fine. That is the way to handle it. I also just wish that I hope the next season we can get Seth in person for a reunion. <laughs> like I just, no, I, he's going to phone in forever. I, I he has yeah. to work. They don't, I do not think they have money. I really do think that. The I think reason, they are in like, they're still in the rebuilding years after some like hard time. Hardship. And I get, and, and I get why they don't want to talk about it. But like, also again, you're on a reality show. You got to be willing to flesh all your shit out. If you're going to take on this kind of life. Speaking of money, I wanted to say, I had no idea. Coach Shaw's was an attorney for, 14 or 13 years that he was a uh, NFL agent making money that way. And then obviously we know he's a D one coach. We saw him in the Rose bowl, but everything, all these people questioning how they have their money in the Shaw's, how they're living this lifestyle. I like Jen being like, well, y'all don't know this, this, and this about my husband. While I was working my job, he was doing all this stuff as well. And it made more sense to me. And I, I was like, okay, yeah, they do have money. They do have all of this going for them. And, and he has brought his own wealth into this relationship as well. There's no sugar daddy. There's no X, Y, Z. No. He, see, okay. Do I, not buy it. No, I no, buy no. It. I, 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 I never, I never, ever, ever, ever questioned Coach Shaw ever. Okay. I never had any suspicions or any doubts about him being an equal or like an equal partner in that in financially in that relationship. I never did. I've only ever questioned Jen because Jen has never been for upfront and forthright about how she makes her money. And I agree. I was on the side of Whitney being like, I just never knew someone that didn't wasn't upfront and honest about how they how they made their money and then dropped fifty grand on a birthday party dropped all this money on necklaces for a friend group. Like it yeah. just, no matter how successful coach Shaw has been, which again, I never doubted. It just seemed so exorbitant for them to spend all of that money. When Jen's never been up front and forthright about how she makes her money. That's that is it. Okay. I get that. I'll, I'll give you that. And I, I have to agree. If, if Jen's the shady one, we just need to look at Jen, but I just wanted to say, I support Coach Shaw. No, I me too. Shaw. But I thought it was lame that she was sort of deflecting to him. To him. Yes. Which I thought was really lame. Okay. That makes sense. That's all. Speaking of Jen, should we talk about how she has not spoken to Seward since the arrest? Which makes sense. Well, legally, that they there's can't. no way that she can't. But, but I also liked them calling out her saying that they weren't didn't really work together that they weren't that close it's bullshit it's, it's all lies like we know from the show that they were very close he was her right hand man he did everything for her he was her first assistant evidently they were partners and again i i think coach shaw is in a very difficult position yeah um i think that jen has put him in this position yeah but i i'm sorry I think that he is totally lying about, I think that he was the person that called her on the phone because she answered the phone goes, Hey baby, we're just leaving. Like you wouldn't speak. I mean, I just don't see a world in which he's talking to his assistant that way. Well, no, I, so on that, if you get a phone call, if I get a phone call from you and it says Matthew, I'm going to answer the phone and be like, Hey Matt, what's up? And then it's like, oh, no, this isn't Matthew. This is Matthew's assistant. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seemed – okay, I'm glad that they replayed the footage again because to me it just seemed like she got a phone call from him 
or even from Stuart. And it was, you need to go home. Yeah. Something's about to happen and it's not going to be good. I did not buy that. Like he had a, all this internal bleeding. I, I, I'm sorry. It all seemed there's some shady, very stuff going fishy on. and very shady. But again, I don't blame coach Shaw. He's in a, he's between a rock and the hardest place you can be. And I think that she put him in this position. I do want to say I have to I had to laugh when Bitch Sesh got called out for having the Uber driver yes. on and she was like, Well there was Andy's like, Well, there was a podcast that said your Uber driver dropped you off at some condos and she's like, What, what was that? And he was like, Some podcast said <laughs> Yeah Ugh. And we're like, No tagging. Bitch Sesh is no tagging. Yeah. Don't let them know. I was I was living because I remember that interview exactly. I remember exactly when that happened, exactly when they brought that guy on. And we love Andy pulling in the information from all sides. I really Casey and Danielle are going to be flipping the F out well, when I'm they sure hear that. I'm sure they're going to love it. But that's the thing is I appreciated Andy kind of really, without being disrespectful, kind of holding her feet to the fire. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like things still really do not add up for her. And her business dealings and her relationship with Stuart and how this all shook out uh, on the sprinter van with the police showing up, whatever, you know, I'm glad that he advocated for the women being like, no matter who you are, if this all happened all at once, like anyone would naturally have questions, concerns. I, I don't blame. I understand that Jen could be hurt that Lisa was like not present and kind of ghosted her for a few days while all this yeah. shook out. But I also, don't blame Lisa because like what a crazy thing to happen all at once. And out of nowhere, this, like I, 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 you know, I, I don't, I don't really blame her that much. Although when I think about it, if this happened to you, which I don't think it ever would, let me just be clear. You don't this, know that. If no, this ever I'm happened kidding. to you or one of my other close friends, I actually, I do think that I would be calling on the phone, like trying to, contact you being like I need to hear you from you like what the hell's going on because it would be so out of left field but that's the thing is I let's let's not pretend that Lisa and Jen were like these best, best friends, friends of 20 exactly. 30 years like that if this if Meredith was the one that was on trial I think Lisa would have called her and like what, what the hell what's is going, going on? on like this is so crazy Jen and Lisa have only been friends for two years like let's so, just that's get some thing. perspective here and and that's the thing is I think they're they're trying I think everyone in this cast I want to say in their own way is trying to make these fantasy relationships with each other and be like we've been friends forever and the fact that you wouldn't do this for me and that let's be real Meredith and Heather and Whitney and Lisa and everyone kind of met each other two or three years ago when they started doing these tapings Lisa and Meredith were best friends but and Heather knew Lisa and Meredith through Sundance for years you yes. know what I'm saying like but Jen there's really no... is the newbie and yeah. Mary is the newbie and, and Whitney's Whitney new. is new like I think Whitney and Heather knew each other through no, family they and through... did they found out they oh, were cousins right. after so that's the thing is no one really knew each other it's you're right it, it's no one. And I, again, I love Heather. I, I keep, I have to just make sure that that's clear, but Heather really has been just jumping through hoops to cover her bases oh and play all gosh. the sides of the fence. Like during the commercial break, when Lisa comes over and hugs him, she goes, I love you, Lisa. I just want you to be you. I yeah. Wanna, that little I wanna, makeup I wanna, situation. I want to be in the mess. I mean, and I kind of did love it, but it's like, I want to be in the mess with you. It's like, can we just stop like come on guys like this is i mean again it's great tv for us it's fantastic but yeah i i mean i'm happy that lisa and heather and whitney made up over a uh commercial break it looks like meredith and lisa's relationships being peeled in that sense as well it seems like everyone's going to kind of be in a really good place moving forward to the next season yeah they ended well with their their little churros Things are going good. I mean, there wasn't really uh, nothing else. I don't think to talk about with this. No, reunion. I think I think the Meredith and Lisa rehabilitation will be a big plot point next season. Jen obviously going through her legal battle is going to be a hundred percent. They're going to bring in some new ladies, which will bring in fresh blood and something new. Um, have they officially said that Mary is not returning next season? Yeah, Andy. Okay. Andy has officially said that Mary is not coming back, and we know that Jenny's not either, which I think is no. Good. She starts filming. Jenny? 
I believe Jenny started filming, and right, then but then is is unceremoniously like just like excommunicated bumped. from the church but of I also, Salt Lake City. I'm, but I'm glad that like ugh, I'm glad we heard from Dewey one more time just so we reaffirm that he no. is a garbage monster, and like neither of them should be on the show. I just do not like Dewey. I don't, and I, I all of that is just gross. I love how the women just sat there silent while he was trying to kind of dig his way out of that huge hole he built himself. But keep no. digging, son. It's never gonna happen. Not a fan, and. Coach Shaw, I am praying for you and your sons because I think you guys have been put through the ringer unfairly, uh, both by Jen and the <laughs> Department of Homeland Security. But I really think, you know, I again, innocent until proven guilty, but I don't think it's looking good for Jen. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have I'm, to see. I'm on the fence of this one as well. As much as I think if someone was doing this, they should be held to their you know crimes and be you know put in jail uh, and maybe find millions of dollars to pay these people back if if she's innocent i feel like terrible for her because she's literally been put through the ringer but at yeah. the end of the day she's the only one left on the <laughs> that's still going to court because everyone else has said that they're guilty. So that's what I'm saying is that every single person involved has pled guilt. Like what is the law? What are the lawyers thinking? Are they going to think like, Oh, since everyone else is guilty, I can't be guilty because they all did this and I didn't. I don't know. What's but the, he, what's the but play What here? I will say is I don't think she's going to, if she is proven guilty, she's not going away for 30 50, to 50 years. I think it's literally going to be, she'll probably get 10 years and then probably serve like two. She's going to have an Anna Delvey situation. I know. Truly. I don't think she's going to, I don't think that the ha- hammer is going to come deported. down a, that hard on her. Well, we'll have to wait and see for next season. It was a great season of Salt Lake City. Oh my God, I enjoyed of every moment. I mean, I don't think it's going to get better from here. I, I think it's going to get better. Did you say I don't think it's going to get better? Or I, I only... think it's only going to get better from okay, here. Okay, I agree. Yeah. Uh, OC? Yeah, let's go to OC. Before we start with OC, though, I do want to say something about it. So, Rihanna was interviewed. Rihanna, sorry, we have to say her by her name. And Heather Dubrow posted this on her own Instagram because Rihanna said was asked, you're a Bravo TV fan. Which Real Housewives mom are you most looking towards now that you're going to be a mom? And Rihanna said, Heather Dubrow is so chic while being a mom. (gasps) Just love the way that she allows her kids to be who they are. And that's really inspiring to me. But Teresa from Jersey does not play about her kids. Oh my God. (laughs) So how great is that? And I have, I've been saying this. I love the way Heather is with her family. I agree. I I really do. And that was just a little, that was a little point before we get into the episode, but I just had to bring that up because I thought that was, I love that. And we know Rihanna's a super fan. We know she's watching everything. I love that. Um, I don't know if I would watch the seven year stitch, but I appreciate that Terry and Heather are doing something They're hustlers. together. <laughs> They're hustlers. I, I love that <laughs> Heather has been giving relationship advice and marriage advice to every single person in the cast this entire season. And then it's like, and by the way, I'm doing a relationship makeover show about marriages. So yeah, everything like, that I've been doing. And like, okay. And well, there was one thing that she said that I go, okay, well, this is why people think you're a little tone deaf and a little oblivious. It's like when she said like, or no, I think Terry said something like, um, you know, we just want people to know that like with all the resources that we have, like you can, you can, you can do this too. It's like, yeah, but, you two have an exorbitant amount of wealth. Like, let's just get real. And I'm sorry, but like, would I didn't know where Heather was going with the whole song on the radio thing. And then when she was like, Richard Marks, who happens to be here tonight, let's serenade us. I was like, I want to die. Like, this is ridiculous. And I love that the song that, that made her change her mind about relationship was right here waiting for you. And he's saying it. I was loving it. Also, Love Daisy Fuentes. Have always loved Daisy Fuentes. She's a she's a Latin host. I don't know if you know who she is, but I it was good to see her on my TV screen again. I know she does La Voz, which is like the Latin version of The Voice, but gotta love her. Gotta and then her. at the party though, when Jen, I think Gina was asking Jen, like, do you? I feel like, do you want to work it out, or do you want? Do you? Or do you still love him, or do you want? Or oh no, do you see yourself with someone else? The longest possible one. She was like, no. no. It's like you are a liar. Part of me thinks that, okay, when I saw that, part of me thought that that was another, like, image or video clip that they pulled from, like, another Maybe part of the conversation. Maybe a little bit of editing going on. And edited in because I don't think she just responded that way to that answer. Uh, speaking of cringe, uh, Noella and her mom, that her whole- mom always looks like she is smelling poo-poo. She's, like, got this look on her face that's always, like, what's going on? Well, and I think it's like the bad plastic surgery. Well, her mom, like, flat out admitted that she never wanted to be a mom. Did you catch that? Like... 
I, I don't know. Like she said something like, well, you wanted to be a mom to Noella. Like you, like you wanted to be a I mom. I did not. I did not. Um, and then I would, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would, I mean, I do know about you. I'm just being funny, but I would never call my mom a bad bitch. Like we're bad bitches. It's like, mm. they seem more like best friends than like but, mother and daughter, but, which, which makes, makes sense. sense to why Noella is so messed up. <laughs> I mean, she's, crazy i mean i truly do not want to see her next season i feel like she's going to get a season two because most housewives this psycho do get a season two uh, but i would love to see her pulled out and tamra pushed back in by the way there is a rumor going around because you know tamra and teddy have two two t's in a pod right they have their little podcast and teddy has a house in oc so the rumor is, is that Tamara and Teddy are making a play to bring Tamara back to OC and Teddy be a friend of, and then Teddy will be like the first crossover housewife. Interesting. Which, honestly, I think Teddy would do a lot better on OC. I than agree. She would on I Beverly think Hills. that she would fit better uh, with that group. Mm-hmm. I um, think that's what she needed to because do from the, the Beverly start. Hills women are made of much tougher stock. Yeah, you have to really have like and the whole nails. health and wellness thing that Teddy is doing and like that whole situation. I think she would just be better in OC. Yeah, I agree. Um, thrilled that Shane passed the bar. I love that he couldn't get through the speech without having to repeat himself. It's just so on brand. so Shane. Um, I love that Gina and Matt, we're seeing Gina and Matt get along. That was honestly very, very impressive and honestly made me have a lot of respect for Gina because as hard as it is for her to go through that and be reminded of the pain and literal suffering that she had to go through with Matt because he was abusive and had that domestic you know, incident with her to see her step up for her kids and be able to do things with him and be on camera with him is a true testament to how much Gina has grown and how much she does care about her family. And I just got to give kudos to her. I, I also, she could not say orthodontist. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah. It was I, tough. I, I was like, hun, orthodontist. It was really tough. It was really tough, but uh, I'm really proud of her. I think she's doing the right thing. And, um, well, now we're getting to the part, Jen's brain scan party. Also, there's multiple people who look like Kelly Dodd. It's not just Matt's no, girlfriend. Went, there were a couple women Mike there that looked like her. And yeah. every time Nancy yep. comes on screen, I'm like, Kelly. Oh, no, no. That's Nancy yeah. and Mike and but Nancy. But Britt, you know, Britt did look like a younger, more upgraded version of Kelly. But not to the extent that, like, I think that there were just multiple women that looked like her. I mean, the plastic surgery in that It's town. just a better editing to have Britt, not Kelly. You know, it was just funnier that way. Um, but... I also I love Noella trying to start shit and Emily being like, no, you need no. to be nice. You need to be nice. This is Jen's event and she's 100% rally. You're not going to be nice. And if you're going to whisper well, about her, like. Jen didn't even want to invite her. And no. And they were like, we need to. But, but I love that Emily was like, no, you're doing the exact thing that like she said you were going to do. So don't do it. Like, let's be nice. This is Jen's event. Let's calm down. Um, Of course, Jen takes like 30 minutes to go through the brain scans and hold people's attention for that long. Like, that's just ridiculous. I mean, she just. I don't think she has the people or the presentation skills. She's a smart woman. She's a very, she very is, smart woman. But like, you, you know, you're asking Heather for all this advice. Like maybe have Heather streamline your event next time. I Heather think that will, would be smart. Heather will get you going. You uh, like, like Gina says, Heather's always got a different theme for event. Every time it's something new, it's something great, but you always have sushi at a, at a Heather Dubrow event, which I've been craving sushi, honestly, after watching sushi on Me these shows. Me too. Maybe we'll get it for lunch today. Oh, there's an all-you-can-eat place nearby that I wanted to tell oh, you maybe about. We, okay, maybe we can do that. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about but, it. But, yeah, we'll wait for the Gina and <laughs> Shannon fight because that's not it, – it, uh, the, the, the to-be-continued crap is driving me crazy. So we'll just we'll Every cover it episode next cannot be a to-be-continued. To-be-continued used to have some kind of power. It used to mean something. When yeah, there was like to be I continued. want a drink thrown in someone's face and then we cut to black. You know what I mean? We like, had an idea to do a live watch with you guys where we would – essentially put on our mics and watch the episode and talk about it. Cause we used to do that on our Instagram. We used to do that on our live shows. We did that for clubhouse back when clubhouse was a situation. Oh my God. Oh my God. Never, for, never forget when you were in the living room and I was in my bedroom and we were clubhousing at the well, same time. It was time. COVID and we could, we had to, you know, we, we socially, yeah, socially distance. distance, but 
I, I we wanted to do it after a to be continued episode, but if all of these are to be continued, what's the real? What's the point? What's the point? Nothing I mean, I feel like is we gonna happen. Have we? There's more likelihood that we'll get that with Jersey, so maybe we'll do it with Jersey. Well, Jersey's been a to be continued every single episode, so we'll have to see. I'm thinking Beverly Hills or Atlanta. Oh I, yeah, and I heard we're gonna be getting trailers for both of those soon. Okay, good, good, good. good. And they're filming a confessionals for Ultimate Girls Trip season two. So okay, see, here we go. Things are happening again. Spring is, is sprung. Spring is sprung in. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Speaking of which, let's move to New Jersey shall we let's get to Jersey um my first note is Bill is the worst yeah the fact that and I I like that Jen called I'm just gonna jump to this because I like that Jen called him out about this later in the episode he can never stand and defend himself and his woman he always has to back out and run away and I think that's what he's done from the beginning which is why I think Jen has so much trauma from this situation in the first place agreed because he cannot stand up and defend what he did speak about what he did apologize what he did anytime it's brought up he runs away like a coward and he is a coward the fact that he couldn't stand to those men and defend his wife defend himself and kind of be like you know what guys i don't appreciate you talking about my wife this way this is i'm gonna stay here i'm gonna fight this and jackie said it perfectly later on like you can defend your wife without defending what she did like you can stand up for her but also say like I understand what she did was bad, but like, let's just not, if my wife a, is still a good woman, like leave her out of this. Like, let's talk to me about what I did and talk to me about what the problems yes. you have with me. Deflect then, from her to yourself. Exactly. Cause you are the one who started all of this all those years ago. But uh, I, I mean, and this isn't an excuse, but he's just not a man who has any, um, emotional, uh, intelligence. And, I think that Jen is get. I mean, I'm, we're already seeing it. Like she's going to get to a breaking point where either he has to like shit or get off the pot. Exactly. At this point, he's been running around the issue and never addressed it from the, from and the get go. It's going to be Katania, tough. I love you, but this whole man code thing is absolute bullshit. Like it's garbage. Like let's, let's stop with that. And I got to say, I, I, I'm going to keep bringing it up, but I'm very concerned for the, for the health of these men. They are all so swollen, so sweaty, and red-faced. Well, Joe was like, we had 14 shots, and Marge is like, you need to cool it. You, you, you're all going to have a heart attack and die. Years old. Yeah, you're all in your 50s and 60s. You guys can't do this anymore. You're not teenagers. You're going to— I could barely do that at 23. You're going to have cardiac arrest. Like, you got to knock it off. Yeah. Um, Louis, <laughs> Louis oh, having Mia Moore in his phone— Oh God! Like it just—he's such an enigma to me. He's just so weird. Well, uh, there's a couple things with Louis. Louis also was called up by Tiki. Basically, Tiki was the only one who was like, "Okay, Louis, we've got a lot love of Tiki Barber. Yeah, love just his take. In. I love him." And uh, what's her name? I'm so sorry. We can never remember her name. No, we can never. The other one. <laughs> we'll just look at. We'll call her Tina. <laughs> Tina and Tiki, but. Tiki basically was saying, yeah, you have the video, but at this point you also have domestic violence allegations against you. And that's a great bigger thing. And Joe is Teresa's sister and he's worried about, you know, if you do have a past of this, yeah, is this going to happen again? Is Are these actions going to be repeated in a new relationship? And for Louis to say, oh, those are just like my thirsty exes trying to get attention. I was like the one that stabbed her husband with a butcher knife. Yeah. And then he tries to throw someone else under the, the rug. It's like, okay, yeah, that could they, she could have done that, but that still doesn't mean that you didn't do what you did as well. There it takes two to tango, and at the end of the day, she didn't do that to you. No. You did something to her. Again, to me, when someone is truly innocent, they don't sling more mud or try to yes. deflect. Yes. They don't. So it's a big red flag for me. What I will say, though, is at least Louis is even though I think it's a lie, I at least Louie is addressing these issues head on without creating more drama in the group. Addressing head on. I'm doing but what I mean is like Teresa needs to learn. Like I, I don't understand. I don't know when she's going to understand. Like if you're going to be in the public eye and be on reality TV, you're going to have to deal with when Marge comes to you or when the women come to you and tell you like, Hey, this stuff is all out on the internet and the Instagram. What, what, What's the play? Like, what are we supposed to say, or what do you have to say about this? Like, you deflecting and saying, It's I want to protect, my, I love protect my love bubble, like, move on. That's not gonna work. It's not. And at the end of the day, even Gia has reservations. That's I'm sorry. what I was gonna say. Ugh. Even the kids are talking to her on the one year anniversary saying, You know, these things are coming out about Louis. We just want to make sure you're all right. And she's like, Louis, it's fine. We love Louis. Look how nice he is to you. It's, it's, if your own children are making you be like take a step back mom let's look at the situation as a whole something's wrong and i appreciate you know that you know teresa's been through so much and to see her 
presumably so happy for this long. I understand why Gia is like letting it go and letting it ride because she wants us to see her mom happy. But that if that happiness is based in denial, it's going to backfire. Sick. It's gonna not gonna be good. And s- speaking of kids having a tough time, I feel so bad for Antonia. Uh, same. Like. It, if I, okay, this is me. Like if I was her, I would be like, okay, so you care more about my brothers than you care about me because they're quote unquote sports stars. We uprooted our entire lives so that they could have a better life. Whereas I was pulled away from all my friends and I've already had to deal with enough bullshit because of COVID. Oh, and my ACL is completely wrecked. And now you want to force me to do something that I don't have the love and passion for. Like you clearly don't see that I'm depressed and you're just, it's like, but again, I also feel for Melissa. Yeah, because Melissa's trying. She is. And Melissa was right. The houses like hers do not just sell to everyone. If they got, if they got their house to be sold, they're selling the house and they don't especially want when the market was so crazy wackadoodle in the yeah. last two years. Like I get, I get all sides of it, but I just feel for Antonia. This poor girl is 16. And, and I, I honestly, I honestly think Melissa's right in pushing Antonia back into cheer because I think she's just disillusioned by COVID the ACL. I think she is depressed, but I think that is something that she truly loves and is good at. And I agree. She could do that anywhere. And I, do, I think that's what her mom was trying to say was, you know, you're, she's doing cheer and tumbling outside of school she's still able to do that yeah she lost her friends halfway through the year but she's not far enough to where she can't still have a connection they're still being invited to her sweet 16 she still has relationships and connections i think melissa needs to maybe think about though seeking some maybe some therapy for antonia just so that she can exercise all of these like emotions out with a third party but also if she's if you have to think about it she was a freshman and sophomore during covid now she's a junior and she can go back to school what is she really missing? You know, she can start kind of, I over. think it's easy for us to say that. I know as, as adults, yeah. but um, at, when you're 16, the whole world, but I'm glad that you. Melissa, I think Melissa more so than the other cast members is more amenable to putting someone into therapy or, or seeking yeah. help. Cause the, the, these old, this like old school Italian mentality of like, we're tough as nails and we just fucking deal with it. It's like, no, no, no. Like talking about your emotions is actually a good thing. Like let's, yeah. let's, let's try that. Shall we? I wrote the saxophone. Oh, oh, the saxophone. <laughs> the scene went on for way too long. The little, the little saxophone the love boy. scroll. Like, shoot me. Like, what is this? I just don't get Louis. I, I. First of all, they weren't even like out on the sea in the boat. Were they just docked in the harbor I think they the were whole just time? Docked because I think it's more expensive to take it out. Yeah, I just. It's all just so <laughs> weird and. She's like, I used to play saxophone in middle school. I was the alto. I just knew how to use my tongue. That's all I remember. Louie remembered that I was a saxophone player in middle school. So she did it for, I bet you, a a trimester. I know. She rented the saxophone from the school. I don't know how, like, public school, like, instruments were. I need to buy her instruments. Okay. So she probably. I bought a viola and a flute that collected so much dust. Do you still have them? (laughs) No. Oh, you sold them? No, yeah, I, got, I, gave, I think I donated them. Wow, that's, that's yeah, a lot viola of money was, to donate. Viola was third grade and flute was fourth grade. We had a piano, but it was we got it from my aunt and uncle, and I I would, like, fake learning the piano. I would just memorize the songs with my hands and, like, how they sounded, and I, couldn't, I could not read music. Oh. I was a savant. Um, <laughs> I, wow, I want to throw up. Uh, I'm glad that we ended on like a nice like spa day where like there wasn't too much, you know, fighting. I do agree with Dolores to an extent that like someone needs to eat shit. Yeah. For, for everyone to move for on. everyone to get over it. And there comes a point where as bad as Jen's behavior was and is, we got to rally behind her so that Bill doesn't get off the hook. I still think that Bill's the one that needs to be taken to task here yes and i think that jen can learn to be a better friend i don't think i think bill is a tiger that can't change his stripes and i think that that needs to be kind of that needs to be addressed that point needs to be hit home more yeah with the women and it, i'm excited to see like marge and uh, jen i think next week or pretty soon they have a sit down and they talk about stuff like i think we're gonna get to a point where the women realize like oh bill is the one to blame here and Jen is really getting to that place as well. Yeah, I, I was happy to see the Marge and Jen sit down in the upcoming... In previews. Whatever, you know, coming this season on. Because I think... Coming this season on. But but I, I just... A part of me feels like the relationship between 
Bill and Jen is just going to break because I think Jen said it. I, well, Jen kind of said it when she said Bill doesn't want to go to therapy because he feels like when we do Pandora's box is going to be open. We'll never get back to where we are, which makes sense because they just want to sweep everything under the rug to keep things well, and on I the think surface. There's so fine. much more that she doesn't know about that. He's done. I think there's so much more she doesn't know about. I think there is stuff that she does know about. And I just, it just, and even hearing that her mom was mad at Marge and not mad at Bill because it happens and that she's more mad at Marge for relieving. It's just, it makes me sick. I'm sorry if I, well, it's been there, done that, not me being the one, but like having it happen to me, like now I know if that happens again, it's not, it's, that's a no go. That's a red flag. That's a. Sorry, we're done. When it scars you in a way that you, it's super hard to get back into relationships, to get yeah. back into, you know, trusting people. This is going to mess, this is going to mess Jen up for a while, for a hot minute. Um, Shall we close with the newest show okay. on the block? I'm loving OLG. OLG. Like, Candy, Candy the Gang. Gang is probably <laughs> my, one of my favorite shows on Bravo right now. I think it is. So good. It is so entertaining. I loved meeting Patrick and Melvin some more this week. Uh, yes. Patrick's manifestation parking group is hilarious. I love him in Safari. Like he was like, you know, I was a player and then I met Safari and things have changed. Like Which he's my girl. I love. Um, I love Dom. I love her. I Dom love, is the best. Dominique is amazing. I love her putting, what is that guy's name again? Brandon. Brandon, thank you. Gosh. He's Took me a one. second. Well, because he's just not like compared to Brian and Philip and everyone you else know, is so much more of a character. Yeah. He's his, more his subdued. O- his only thing is I love Dom and I'm going to risk everything to be with her. And Dom is like, no, um, it's a price to kiss me. Respect the price. I'm obsessed with that. She's great. I, she I can love do a lot better she... than him, to be honest. But she likes him and he's suave. He's got it going on for sure. But I, I love how he asked her, do you want to be a choreographer? She's like, no, I want to be on tour. I want to be working. Yeah. I want to be out there dancing. And then it was great to know that she was doing the dungeon shows with Candy and found a lot of success with that. But then, of course, COVID happened. So that stopped. But when they showed her clips of her dancing, when she would like shake and she's drop into those good. Clips, I was in, I think Dom's my favorite character. I have to say, I agree. I think she, she's my favorite character. too. She's so fun. She's so entertaining to watch. She's got a great head on her shoulders. She's a hard worker and she's just out there in ATL trying to make her dreams happen, which is amazing. I love it. I love to see it. I now I, I do understand just a little tiny bit that Philip could lighten up just a little bit, but if I were him, and I really cared to shut up and I really cared about the business. And I also cared about growing my entrepreneurial like portfolio and wanting to like make this a really great place to work. And I was brought in to fix a broken restaurant like Candy and Todd did. Then I wouldn't be taking a lot of bullshit either. And I'm sorry, but all of these people don't show up on time. Mm-hmm. They don't do their jobs when they're at work. And with all due respect, they're only all back at the restaurant because they want to be on TV because they're trying to like pump up their own brands. And Philip, I think all, sees all of that and is like, I'm not like, I'm not going to deal with I'm that. I'm not sugarcoating this. I want the business to be successful. Candy brought me on for a specific reason. And if they can't step up to the plate and make OLG either be here for the restaurant and then work hard done. or don't go do your side hustle somewhere else. So I totally get Philip. I'm obsessed that he is gay and that he has Philip as uh, a Philippe. Philippe. They're so cute. Philip and Philippe. I, when that reveal happened, I was like, <gasps> and I, I think I texted you and I was like, there is a reveal. On OLG, I and you were going screaming. to die. I was like, this is amazing. They're so, they're so attractive. Yes, and they're so cute together. And it was, I, also, it was nice to see Philip smile. Because yes. at OLG, he's not smiling because everyone's being an idiot. But. It does. It. I did feel bad that Philippe lives in Brazil and doesn't get to see him all the time. No. That's and a probably long for, and Honestly, COVID probably made that even harder. Yeah, but good to see them together. I, yeah. And I, we got to love Philip. We got to love him. Speaking of the gays, Brian, I did not know was sober, which he, which was something that he dealt with over the pandemic. Mm -hmm. He was drinking all of the time and Mm -hmm. to a point where it was really affecting his life. And so now coming back to OLG, a place where it looks like they love to go out and have parties and do the whole thing. He's going to have to tackle that. I love his thing. Hold the mule. 
Hold the mule. I want to steal that. That is so funny. It's like, shut up. Listen, we got to bring that back. Hold the mule. Thought it was great. Interesting that him and Torin had a relationship. Yeah, when, when, when Brian walked in, he was like, oh, a little toop toop up in here talking about Brian's toupee. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Brian like literally just told it all to me like, oh, yeah, we were together. But then Torin was too big, so we couldn't be together. It's like, oh, OK. Oh, OK. All right. Thank you for thank you for sharing. Things I did not need to know, but I did not need to know. But okay, we're that's how that's the kind of delivery we're gonna get from Torin. Okay, and Chandrika and Patrick used to be an item, but Patrick obviously now is with Safari. But I loved when he was like the the producers asked him. So explain with your hands if you guys weren't tight like this, how were you doing it? And he literally just like did the the sex symbol with his hands. Oh my god! But they were together for only four months. But Ashandrika said, if you could handle this Aquarius, I don't know how you're handling that Aquarius. I love a lot of ast- astrology came up today between Virgos and Aquarius. Like it, I love that. I love that's that. That's, to know. that's happening. Well, should we get to the bulk of the episode? What the drama was about, which is the family intervention with oh, shady cousin Kim with cousin Kim. She can't, I gotta say, cousin Kim seems a little shady. I 100% buy the story. I'm on Timo. I'm on Timo OLG on this. Yeah, one. I, it makes sense that when she was leaving, she's like, "Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me?" Yeah, uh, that just. Seems like a tracks. I just got to say. And when someone is like pushed out of a job or a position that's like a family business, of course she's going to be like, well, if I'm leaving, who else is leaving with me? Just the anger and the animosity. That's but was it Aunt Nora that. that stood up and they started yelling at each other? Yeah. Or was she, it Mama Joyce? No, I think it was Aunt Nora. It was Aunt Nora because, and they were like, oh, she usually doesn't get like this, but she <laughs> can come out. When, I did love when Kim was like, go to church. Go to church. Go, go to, to church. church. I had to laugh too when... Kim was saying that she had the receipts from Facebook and she's literally specified. One second. I got it right here. One second. It's on Facebook right here. I got it right here. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Wait, no, I really got it. It's right here. I got it right here. And like, don't keep like, your really? receipts on Facebook. Yeah, don't just don't no. do it. But it was, it's, I, this is going to, I think shaping up to be a really great franchise. Yeah. And I love that the family, even though they had their big fight, chicken wings brings them together. They got their sandwiches, their club sandwiches, oh, and their chicken so wings. Hungry. Like we got to go to ATL and we have to go. To I really want to go to Atlanta. I feel like we're on this coast. We have to, it's, it's like going to San Francisco. Yeah. Which, it is. Which, no, it is. And that's, and that's something I forced you to do. So now you'll force me to go to Atlanta. I mean, it's a quick It's not flight. like I'm getting It's forced. a two-hour flight. Okay, then let's go to Atlanta. That's not bad. I think we mentioned it all. No? <laughs> We're literally fighting about going to Atlanta. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I told you go. we would fight today. I told you. I know. At I thought once. it was going to be about James, but. But, yeah, I'm really uh, thrilled with how the shows are going. Yes. Uh, again, one more reminder. Just take 30 seconds to go on Instagram and double check that you are following Hot and Bravo at H-O-T-M-B-R-A-V-O-D. You'll see all of our old posts, some new posts, and, uh, Everything is back to normal. It's really, really exciting. We're back in action. Bye-bye. And then make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Good work. Uh, And I think that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Adios.